This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. Okay, hello everybody. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts. Welcome to the show. <laughs> sound good? Everything right. sounds good here. All right, what's going on? Uh, nothing. Had a fucking great weekend. Yeah, did we? When was this? What day is it? Banger on Friday. That was Friday. That feels like it was a month ago. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, the Roy. Because G- I can still feel it in my feet. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Roy G. Biv Friendly Foe Show was absolutely uh, smashing success. Off the hook. Yeah, dude. Thanks, was... thanks everyone for coming out. Because man, that was yeah. quite the night. Full capacity. Beyond full capacity. People spilling waiting outside out. the gate. Yeah, people on the front the porch. So what is, okay, so people know, what is capacity? Let's break it down by the numbers, by the COVID numbers. So what we believe is full capacity is 300, which means we're allowed 150, and we have exactly 149 seats in oh, there. Nice. Which I believe, um, you know, because I think that it was it was hard to tell, but I think that what, the, what people were doing was putting all girls on one side of the picnic tables so that you could get five girls and then three guys. You got eight instead of six at each table. <laughs> but I can't say for sure. Um, yeah. And we definitely were not breaking any rules. We uh, we stayed true to the to the COVID rules. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, our capacity, technically speaking, is 149 chairs. And... Uh, we were we were well. I mean, we were right at that, and then we had people outside the gate. We had people on the front porch, uh, waiting to get in, and um, eventually everyone got in. Yeah, you get in for a minute because people don't stay the whole night. People come and go. Right. You know, it's like a fucking hot club. Yeah. If you ain't got a line outside, what are you doing? We gotta yeah. get the velvet rope. <laughs> we do. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then the door guy just lets in hot girls <laughs> and leaves their boyfriends outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like a fucking hip. You new- too. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like a hot New York club. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. That was pretty great. Thanks to Roy G. Biff for fucking killing it. Holy yeah, shit, they were man. fucking great. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, they were. They were really fucking good. Um. So there'll definitely oh. be more in store with us and them in the future. Definitely. Uh, as soon as we're allowed to do things, which well, there's some things we're still doing. I, what the, the deal with advertising now is all fucky, dude. The last last week, some some new regulations came down like right before the show again. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Um, yeah, which is you know kind of fucking screwing us up again a little bit. Um, well, the deal with advertising, yeah, is the establishment itself is not allowed, the band is not allowed to be the main draw of the crowd. Correct. Music so. has to be considered incidental, is the way that they put it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, you know, we, um, we, we, people have to be there to eat and drink and be merry and, oh, wow, there's live music. That's great. Oh, it just happens to be live music, yeah. Yeah. So, I can't believe we got 150 people to come out for that cheeseburger. That was awesome. Yep. Really popular cheeseburger. The Roy G. Biv Burger. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of foes buns couple on either of, end. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it was. It was exactly that. Um, yeah. Does that include this show? We're not because like I've I've heard like the bands, the guys, like we're allowed to advertise our own shows, but the venue itself is not allowed to. I mean, I know that we're not allowed to. I really don't. I haven't gotten um, 
I've heard it's got to be all like word of mouth. Shit, yeah, I know. Which and is kind of how things are, anyways. I mean, what is this? This is a fucking podcast. That's the definition of word of mouth. There's <laughs> yeah, right? words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> this is true. We, uh, you know, I. I, I still haven't gotten a hundred percent confirmation on that. I, I don't know. They want I, us confused. They do want us they want confused, us confused so and they, scared, so that they can bust us for shit and fucking fine us and get their fucking six hundred bucks back. Or just have us go, well, fuck it, then we just won't do anything. Yeah, yeah, which ain't gonna happen. No. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. So we're you know, with all things considered, that was still an absolute banger of a show. It was. So I don't know. Keep your fucking ear to the street, I guess, for announcements for new things. I can I can advertise my own shows. Right. I don't see why not. You can't. You're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Um, yeah, uh, but dude, it was I've great. had I've had people calling lately too, um, and saying like, "Do you guys have music?" And I'm like, uh, "We have incidental music. What do you mean?" Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, um, "Do you have music like Friday night?" And I'm like, uh, "Well, we have dinner on Friday night, and um, we're gonna have a background band." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck to say. We have a musical accompaniment to the meal. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know how, like, super fancy, like, new-agey restaurants, like, the whole meal is an experience and all that horse shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have, like, each fucking set goes with a different course. Right. <laughs> you know, some stupid horse shit like that. Right. Um, I don't know, but yeah, there's gonna be incidental music. <laughs> That's, I mean, my whole life has been that. <laughs> Just shoving it where people don't want it. <laughs> Um, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, so we incidentally <laughs> had a great show Friday. So thank you to everybody who came out. Yeah, and thanks also for everyone that came out on Sunday because Sunday was, uh, uh, it yes. wasn't quite the same, but it was it was fucking huge too. Incidentally, um, successful. We had, uh, yeah, we had uh, a lot of uh, people in for dinner on Sunday. It was great. And Sundays usually we don't serve that much food. <laughs> yeah. So. And uh, once again, the uh, with all these huge dinners we've been having, you'd think that the uh, there must be a huge spike, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I believe huge. Youngstown is still at uh, 0%? 0%. 0%. Okay, good. <laughs> That's good. So it uh, it's working. The chairs are working. Yeah. Everybody sitting down is working. I don't know, man. Uh, it's just fucking... I, I actually did hear that there was one new case... Uh... Uh, sometime in the last two weeks. Oh, it was the cook at the jug and everybody gets it because everybody's <laughs> just eating dinner all the time now. So you back for your dinner, Cuomo. <laughs> uh, um, but I heard, I don't know if that's even true. Yeah, I, I heard I know, one, one I case. I don't know. Fucking I one fucking case. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. They're just trying to, you know, keep uh, the business alive. <clears throat> keep anything alive. That's all we're trying to do. Yeah. He just... Uh, I don't know. He must really love chain restaurants. Yeah, dude. Just fucking Applebee's it up. Yep. Up and down. And then Applebee's. We, Chili's. Yeah. We've done the whole breakdown. It's all the same place. Uh, <laughs> Nothing like a good Whopper. Chili's is just Applebee's. It's hot Applebee's. Yeah. Olive Garden is garlic Applebee's. Right. And then, you know what I mean? Like, they're all the same fucking thing. Yep. Uh, Cheesecake Factory is like what a sort of rich guy thinks is nicer than Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, we'll just change the name of the fucking Applebee's. The jug is just now a, is a, you know, on the lake Applebee's. Apple Jays? Applebee's by the water. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. But, well, yeah. So, Saturday, come on out for a nice, big, fat, Grateful Dead uh, entree. Uh, there will be, incidentally, some uh, music. Yep. Um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We might, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Right. Just in case. 
Yeah. You want to walk by the fence and see if uh, you're lucky number 149. Yeah. <laughs> well, we sold out the jug. That's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they had to, you know. That is pretty cool. Cut the percentages in half. If they, if we didn't, though, like, how much of a banger would this be without this shit on them? I mean, I ran and got picnic tables in the middle of your fucking set. I'm chained, yo. I, I, I ran and got more picnic tables to fucking. Tiger in a cage. You know. Tiger in a cage. That's what I feel like. I get it. I'm a fucking tiger in a cage. Yep. I feel chained. I want to break out. I'm going to bite my trainer. <laughs> that, was, um, that was Eddie's old saying to uh, every new bartender. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, you should be constantly back and forth across the bar, back and forth, back and forth, watching to see if anyone needs anything. Tiger mm-hmm. in a cage, tiger in a cage. Now you guys are just tigers, like, roaming throughout the village. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. It's different now. Yeah, we're not in a cage anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, we don't want to fucking harp on all this shit. That was great. That was great. It was fucking awesome. But they will continue to be great until they put the goddamn cuffs on me. Yeah. Um, so the Lenny Bruce of coronavirus. So some things that I am able to announce. Um, the first Bills game's coming up in three weeks, and it's going to be our third annual pig roast. Yeah. And um, so Cuomo, just so you know, that's food. We're selling food, not yes. music. <laughs> no music, absolutely not. Not during the Bills game. No, there will be no music whatsoever. <laughs> uh, there will be football on, though. <laughs> that and bam, will... <laughs> bam, 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 bam. He's like, hey! <laughs> None of that shout shit. Yeah. And there's going to be two big fat piggies roasting. Mm-hmm. And uh, a bunch of other shit. We're going to fucking stuff them with chicken and sausage and apples. And Hell yeah. Yum. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm I'm looking forward to winter. I am. I'm looking. For, it was we had a couple of chilly mornings. Those kind of like you're going to get on the school bus mornings. You yeah. know, but like I kind I like that. I'm ready for to the outside world to just shut the fuck down. <laughs> like I'm ready. I like winter. It's been too long. Of of uh. Well, it's just the, a really oppressive summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. And you know, I know we're both having uh, outdoor animal troubles. Yeah. Or, okay, I either have an outside kitty has stashed uh, one of his uh, toys somewhere, or the old lady uh, who lives across the street is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Something fucking stinks, dude. (laughs) And it's like, not that bad. It kind of comes and goes, but it definitely was bothering me last night. And I went out, and there was like a little one outside kitty's fucking, he gets a mouse, and the pigeon, like I kind of found like half a mouse like in the yard. I'm like, (laughs) that's not, it was like, this like a baby like right. he doesn't get i'm like that's can't be stinking up the whole corner of my neighborhood you I know what i mean so. like so there might be like a fucking raccoon got hit by a car and crawled off into a bush or something i don't know something definitely is dead right. so i'm like yo can we just if everything was frozen it would nothing would smell nothing would make noise yeah. no more fucking leaf blowers no more fucking <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready yeah como hit the winter button yep all right i know you got yeah, one it'll just be the snow plow at 2 a.m <laughs> fine, dude. That's fine because it just goes by. It's kind of it's kind of warm. I like the snowplow at two a.m. The lights on it. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> it's like some Terminator machine coming through. I like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I- I'm looking forward to a little, little chilly weather. Yeah. yeah. I like no, it. It's we're supposed to have a really light fall, which I'm excited for. Uh, you know, so it'll be. Hopefully for a couple months it'll be like in like two months we'll get like sixties in the day and forties yeah. at night. Those those are great. Nice. I, I love those. Sweater weather. Sweater weather, fucking uh, Bills yeah, weather, totally Bills weather. Bills yeah. weather. Fires. Dude, hoodie, fucking chilling outside, grilling some shit. Yeah. Watching a game I don't really know about, but I like the party. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's fun. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Me see too. What, see what they did? They made us look forward to our prison of snow. <laughs> so they're not letting uh, fans, I don't know if you heard this yet or not, but they're not letting fans in the stadiums uh, um, yet. Right. Guess who is letting fans in their stadium, though? Who? Miami. Really? 13,000 fans allowed in Miami Dolphin Stadium. The epicenter of COVID is allowing 13,000 fans. Well, it's like when he got herpes. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you know, what are you going to wrap it up after that? Well, you got it. You know, you can't get it again. Might as well give it to everybody. Yeah, dude. We all got it. It's, all, it's like, yeah. Let's have a herpes party. Yeah, they're having an orgy. And we're like, everyone's got it? All right, fine. Fucking, <laughs> then we don't got nothing to worry about. I couldn't fucking believe it when I heard it. Um, McDermott was pissed. The coach, not my best friend. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, he <laughs> took it personally. Um, oh, yeah, he's just like, he he was like, they're allowed to have fans and we're not. There's like no cases here. <laughs> yeah. You want to go down to Florida and go to a COVID game? <laughs> All right, cool. I didn't get COVID. I got three other things. <laughs> I didn't get COVID, though. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's, that's cool, though. I fucking live it up. I guess. Well, we yeah, that would be you gotta you gotta. We're just pissed because we can't. Yeah, if I know. Buffalo was the only place allowed to have things, we'd be like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, you sucks know. for the rest of them. <laughs> so we can have thirteen thousand people with the drug then. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Yeah, that's what it said we can have thirteen thousand Floridians to the drug. Yeah, if you have a Florida ID, you could show it at the thing, and they're all you're allowed to let in as many of them as you want. I got a Florida ID. There we go. <laughs> Still, can, those people don't give a shit. You can let as many of them in as you want. Um. So yeah, they're a lot. So Miami's the only place allowing fans. Uh, I think so. At least right now. Nice, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. Oh, that's cool. I've seen uh, some of the footage of other sports with the, the you know, hockey just has the big NHL logos in the stands and some other places do the cardboard cutouts. Yeah. I still think we should get, like, a Tom Cruise cutout for jug shows just so, like, he's in the background of the pictures and stuff. So, like, people take pictures like, oh, I had so much fun at the jug last night. Uh-huh. Is that fucking Tom Cruise? Fucking Tom Cruise was yeah, at the gym. Right. Tom Cruise. Dude, we're gonna have a line around the block. You get celebrity like hanging, hanger, hang around honors or whatever the fuck. Right. You you know what I mean? You just see like is that Beyonce in the background? And then people are gonna think it's like a hot spot. Right. You know, fucking line out the door. Yeah. And you have like a timer on people. <laughs> You're allowed to come in f- for this amount of time, and then you got to get out and get in the back of the line, and you know like a ride. Yeah. <laughs> like the jug ride is only this long. Right. We just keep repeating the same twenty-minute song segment of songs over and over. Yep. Um, we just have a shuttle that circles the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, I did hear some of the crowd noises that they're piping into some of the games, like basketball or something. Or yeah, yeah, to give it a little more of a. I'm trying. Authentic feel, like a sitcom. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, they're trying. I mean, I don't know. It's. Just, they gotta have like weird. different sounds piped in, like ready to go. Yeah. Like, if it's two guys, like, getting a fight or something, they got to have, like, ooh. Right. They have cheers. They got to have booze. They got to have all these sounds ready to go. Like, who makes that decision? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, when the home team has the ball, they're like, ah. And then yeah. they throw the ball away, and the other team gets a steal. They're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they, did they, well, they took them from other games, I'm assuming, yeah. of every possible outcome. Sure. Some guy with a soundboard's like, this is my chance. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, this yes. is where I make it big. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, at least that'll give people some shit to watch. I told you a friend of mine said her dad was like getting really into like marble racing 
on YouTube, like watching marble races and like live, like betting on them and shit. <laughs> you just needed something, some sort of competitive something I can bet on. Marble race, yeah, or like anything. People are like, oh, fucking ping pong. All right, cool. Yeah, like we're all gonna put a thousand dollars on this ping pong game now. I need some life. I need some action. Um, you gotta have the smoothest marble. Yeah. Yeah, and then people are like, they're weighing them, like fucking De Niro with the dice and Casino with the little yeah. machine, like checking the weight and shit like that. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to rig some marbles, and we're going to make us some money. Hell yeah. Uh, but it'll be good to have football back. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm excited for football. Uh, the Bills, you know, they look good. Yeah. Yeah, they look really good. There was a lot of excitement last year. There was. I remember being at Good Bar the night that they lost. That was, uh, even as a non-sports guy, that was a punch to the gut. <laughs> to be, like, in the city, like, yeah. at Good Bar. Oh, yeah. Which was also overflowing into the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oof, dude. That was, like, uh, like feeling the energy just sucked out of a fucking room. Yeah. It was fucking intense. Out of the whole city. <laughs> yeah, really. And there were just guys outside just so angry. Oh, for sure. I'm, I was probably one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but none of that this year. Are they going to have to? I don't think they're not going to be able to pack it out like they did at the bars and shit, but they'll still be able to watch at bars. People are just going to have big ass parties. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? They're just going to stay home? No, they're going to have big ass parties. Projectors exist, man. We can go, you can get a projector for like your iPhone and project it on the wall. Like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like people are just going to have a big ass party somewhere else and the businesses aren't going to get the money. Yeah. Rite Aid's going to get the money because everyone's just going to go in and buy a 30 pack on their I way know. to the party. I know. Shell got stock in fucking Rite Aid. But we have a big ass projector at the jug. Yeah. So that's where the party should be. You can still come to the jug and watch all the games on a big ass projector. Yeah. And, and maybe uh, a dead show on Saturday. Maybe. Maybe. Incidentally. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that'll be good. Um, so a funny thing happened this morning. <laughs> um, at the diner, and uh, I'm there with a couple of my friends, and uh, um, the one lady that works there says, can you... Uh, so my one friend, who's a girl, was like, uh, she's like, can you write um, something like so-and-so's uh, husband passed away, an elderly couple? So she's like... Was that the one COVID guy? No. <laughs> no. So um, she's writing this, and as she's writing it, someone's talking to her, and for whatever, when she's writing will, the word will, she writes W-I-S-S, and she's like, oh, shit. So then she tries to put two L's through it, so it just looks like money symbols. <laughs> and I was like, plus it's the word will. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, baby, we got the money. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, shut up. She's like, you're such a dick. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't think this is going on the podcast tonight, you're fucking crazy. I'm like, yeah. I can't believe you just wrote that. The word will. Yeah. That guy with cash signs on it. Yeah. I heard the cha-ching noise of a cash register. <laughs> yes, dude, it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that is too fucking funny. <laughs> So, and I saw it. It was right there. And I was like, look at that. It's two fucking cash symbols. Yeah. Well, you'll do that like when you're texting someone and you're like watching TV and you just kind of like text what the guy on TV is saying. And then you go back and read it. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Your brain crosses. I, I believe we've told the story about a friend of ours who sent a girl a picture of herself <laughs> when trying to send it to someone else. Yeah. But he just had her name in his head. And he accidentally sent it to her. He just put her name in the thing. Right. I don't know. I don't know what it what the fuck was going through his head. 
And it's just, I don't know how the fuck he talked his way out of that one. <laughs> I think it was late at night and everybody was all fucked up and it just kind of like kind of faded into the ether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, things like that happen. Oh, for sure. So we're getting some of this guy's money then, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, uh, yeah. This is supposed to be a letter that like makes it makes her feel better and like congratulations just, on the check. Congratulations on the will. <laughs> so, um yeah, it wasn't supposed to say that at all, but that's what it fucking looked like and I was that's dying hilarious. laughing. I'm like this is awesome. <laughs> and she's like stop. It's not awesome. I'm like bullshit it's not. <laughs> I make Lee write everything. Because yeah. my handwriting is so atrocious, no yeah. one can ever read it. It's like not like it's as I, and I'm lazy, but like it's just so much easier. Because I'm like I'm just gonna have to like any time we go to the bank and I write, I try to like fill out the thing. They're like, is this a seven or a one or what is this? <laughs> and I'm like, if you just she'll just do it and then it'll be quicker and easier. <laughs> this is an eight or a three. <laughs> yeah, I think because like I broke my wrist when I was a little kid twice. It, like, fucked something up. So, like, my handwriting is just stunted at that age. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Third grade writing. Yeah, because, like, my wrist is just still in that area. <laughs> okay, uh, we, can, we can go with that. Dude, my drawing is fucking, like, I, I I would love to make a comic book. And I've always wanted to. And, yeah. like, a few years ago, I was like, I'm going to fucking get back into that. And, like, my art had, like, stunted at, like, when I wanted to do a comic book when I was in, like, eighth grade. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> this is just like an eighth grader's stoner's fucking goofy fucking cartoons. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hey, maybe that's what it'll be. Well, that sounds like it might sell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, coming soon. An incidental comic book. All right. Whoops. Um, yep. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You know, maybe. And then I'll definitely have a joke in there where I write Will with some money signs. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Will, isn't that the bouncer's name? Yes, it is. All right. Well, he's going to have to become a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. And his name's going to be Will with money signs. Yeah. And people are going to be like, Wiss? <laughs> exactly. Wills? 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 How do I do that? It's like you have to say the L and the S whistle. at the same time. <laughs> Wills. Whistle. Whistle. Sorry. Yeah, whistle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's his name. That's his rapper. <laughs> that's his SoundCloud rapper name? Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, Cash Money Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, that's cool. And he fucking launched his career with an inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like how Easy e did it with crack money. Right, there you go. See, we're trying to make some sort of commerce happen within the rules. Yeah. Only have 149 seats at a whistle show. <laughs> um, speaking of Easy e Eazy-E uh, was at the bar the other night, and... Uh... I don't know if you know anything about Easy e uh, <laughs> No, it was him, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you know Evan that I call he, I call him Easy. Mm-hmm. Get the used to work in the kitchen, and he's like, "Yo, he's like, I heard there was two hard guys at a party earlier. Is that even legal? <laughs> because me and my brother were at the same party. He was all fucked up. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't think it is. I'm like, but they didn't come get us. He's like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd just be too much. I'm I like, was thinking the, the other day about that story you told, like your dad took you guys to some party, and then like a like the whole thing broke out into a fight. Oh yeah, there's a giant fire. I was just like picturing that image in my head. I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> that just sounds fun. 
It, it was like just some good, like a good redneck throwdown. It was it's a giant bonfire. Yeah. Everyone's punching each other for no reason. It was fucking weird. People are smashing into cars. Other yeah, people became cars. like a smash up derby. It did. It fucking was nuts. Like they were all just waiting for the one fucking thing to happen to just cause that outbreak. Like yep. it was just inevitable. We're all just gonna smash each other's cars up today. Right. What's gonna be the thing that tips it over? Yeah. There's probably people who don't even know what the one thing was. They just started. It just was like a ricochet. I certainly don't know. Still to this day, I have no idea what it caused that. It just started? Yeah. That's funny. I know. Yeah. It was like the biggest bonfire ever, so. People get that. You can uh, see quite a bit of stuff. But... You get that kind of like caveman shit going. You got a big bonfire like that. Yeah. I guess, you know, that the old uh, caveman alpha male comes out and people right. just want to smash each other. <laughs> I don't know. I long for Hulk those days. smash. Yeah. <laughs> long for those days. Uh, I haven't had a good fight in a while. I mean, well, I mean, there's been a lot of fights, but they've all been like protesty fights. Yeah. Which they're not as fun. No. They're a little darker. Right. <laughs> like, if there's just dumbasses punching each other because they're drunk, that's way more fun. Yeah. Than, like, actually meaning it. Right. <laughs> you don't want to mean it. No. You don't have a reason. You just want to fuck around. No, yeah. Sometimes you just want to hit someone in the face, and then they hit you back, and you all laugh. Right. You know? That's normal uh, normal everyday activity. Yeah, dude. We should start a fight club. What's the deal with fight club in COVID? <laughs> Can you do a fight club? Um, I don't know. You're not really supposed to touch other people. Socially distanced fight club? <laughs> <laughs> and you have one Virtual of those big, fight club? Like, boxing clubs on a spring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, like the uh, little um, robot boxing. What was that? Oh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was thinking of that for like shit, put, put shit on the table, give people something to do. And there yeah. was like a mini pool table at the dollar store. It was uh, like a little tiny one. I was like, that might be fun. <laughs> yeah, they um, they have Someone's those at right Aid, I think. We have a visitor at the door. It's an A-Dog. Oh, we need to check. We saw it. <laughs> All right, Captain Jugger thoughts. We gotta go sign the check, yo. All right. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. Yeah, I didn't sleep oh. that great last night either. Yeah, I think it's going around. <laughs> um, you know, weird dreams when I did sleep. It's that when you sleep a little bit, then you wake up and you're up and you can't get back to sleep. And then you fall back asleep. Yeah. You go fucking deep. Right. <laughs> and then your brain's like, you want to, you know, some comic had that joke about it when your brain's like, you want to see some shit? <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> just open every door at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so, uh, there's a, fuck. <laughs> Careful. God damn it. Uh, Steve Jobs should have put a handle on these things. <laughs> um, there's a documentary that I think we've, Disco- not maybe gone deep on, but I've definitely referenced before because it's fucking fascinating. It's called The Woman Who Wasn't There. Have you okay. ever heard of this? Yeah. Yeah, it's about that fucking Andy Milanakis-looking bitch who fucking pretended she was in 9-11. <laughs> um, that is literally, this should be the tagline. They need to go on IMDb <laughs> and change it to some Spanish Andy Milanakis-looking bitch pretends to be in 9-11. 
And she infiltrated the 9-11 survivors group with this fake story about her fiancé named Dave, who was a real guy who died in the towers, I guess. But she, she wasn't even there. She wasn't even in America. She was in Spain oh my God. when this shit happened. Right. She had a fake story. She infiltrated this chat room on Yahoo. And, and all these people were like, oh, my God, she ended up being, like, the president of the survivors group. <laughs> Kicking the president out, the current president, she got, they got, she got them all to boot him the fuck out. Wow. She did a number on these fucking people. Right. And then the, the they started, kind of the thread started getting pulled. Yeah. They started like, well, we've never seen a picture of you and this fiance together. We've known you for like five years. And yeah. Like all this shit. And the New York Times wanted to do a story on her and she spazzed out. And they were like, what the fuck? So like they ended up finding out that she was full of shit. And they were all like, God, they blew their minds. If we were all to get, I don't even know. I can't even explain what that would fucking do to your brain. Right. If you like connected with somebody on that level and something that no one else in the world could ever understand what sure. you went through. And then you found out they were fucking full of shit. Yeah. It'd be fucking crazy. But I like this documentary because it has a bit of a happy ending. It's kind of quirky. Like it's got funny music and shit because this bitch just gets outed. She gets embarrassed. Her whole world comes crashing down. She has to leave the country. And all the survivors just kind of dig with dignity, kind of go, huh, that's fucking, I don't know, what do you do? Yeah. You know, and they're like, I don't, they they didn't, I'm saying like they kind of came out of it looking good. Yeah. Because they just calmly went, that's, that's, she must have been hurting that she had to do something like that. And then she just got outed and embarrassed and the truth is out there and she had to fucking take off. And they all just continued to do their thing. They didn't. And I was like, they, they, it ends with them having like nobility. They won with nobility. Sure. They didn't all get together and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> right. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe we should do another one where they all get together and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> I think we could fucking sell some tickets for that. <laughs> and then my brain starts going. And I'm like, all right, yo, remember Steve Renazizi? The guy from the league, he's like a yeah. funny comedic actor. He yeah. also had a big fake story about being a 9-11. He told it on Mark Barron's podcast <laughs> about being like like running away from the fucking towers in the smoke. And it turned out that he was like in like Midtown or something. Like he was not even, he was in New York, but not really close to it. Right. His story came out, he was all bullshit. So now I'm like, yo, fake 9-11 survivor celebrity boxing. <laughs> Every, who's not going to want to see this because right. these two despicable people who did terrible things and Steve Renazizi went on fucking Howard and tried to apologize which I guess and all his friends just made fun of him he's a comedian so all his friends were like you douche and then they just let it go Yeah, and he's an in shape actor guy with a trainer Right, he's going to beat the fuck out of this fat bitch <laughs> and I want to see it I want to see I it. I want to see it. We could definitely get 150 people in for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely could. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> I had a note in my long list of notes that said fake 9-11 survivor celebrity boxing. <laughs> this is what you want to do at the jug next? <laughs> incidentally. <laughs> incidentally. It doesn't say anything about that. It just says music. We're going to have We're going to have dinner one night. And incidentally, <laughs> there might just happen to be fake 9-11 Survivor Celebrity <laughs> Boxing. Well, that's why when I was on the phone with you, I was like, oh, I, got, I got an event. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, when do you want to do it? Like October? I was like, no, it's got to be in September. <laughs> it's oh, got to be at a very specific day of September. And I started laughing hysterically. <laughs> you did. And I was like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it on the day. What are you it's not going to? It's got to be in September. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, so my brain had... rolling through, going, "What the fuck could he possibly be talking about?" Because <laughs> he fucking, because she has just such a slappable face. 
She yeah. has such a fat little slappable face, and she's so gross, and she did such a terrible, narcissistic, horrible thing to these people. That you is a terrible fucking thing. Fucking slap her fat little face. Right. Little Andy Milanakis looking bitch. <laughs> oh, God, I want to see her get punched. <laughs> and, like, the last time she was spotted was, like, in New York and, like, in September in, like, 2015 or 14 or something like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, so, so she's like, still around. She's still around. But then there was like she's she ended up like sending out some fake email that said like oh she killed herself and then she they found out she didn't. I think that that was the story. Oh my! At the end God. of the documentary, they talk about how oh, like bad she, person <laughs> she emailed one of them and just said hi, like a weird ex. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I just hey, how are you? And what then they're the like fuck? they just didn't answer. Does she have like a major drug or alcohol problem or something? She got a major fucking fucking jalapeno popper problem, it looks like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was a fucking nutty little bitch. You kind of go into her backstory. She was from, like, an affluent family, and she was this little fat Andy Milanakis-looking bitch who just, like, <laughs> she would make up stories. Like, her friend, they had, like, one of her friends on and, like, interview. Like, they would make up stories about, like, oh, I have this boyfriend, and all her friends were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, your friend who's always full of shit. Your yeah. friend who's always lying, and you kind of just let him get away with it because whatever. Right. It just was such an extreme version of that. Right. You know, and like, how can I get attention? That's very extreme. I can make up, like, the worst story. And she was in a car accident where, like, her arm got all fucked up. So she had, like, scarring on her arm. And she said that was from, like, I got hit by a fucking plane. And then, like, they're doing, you know, she said she was, like, <laughs> right there. Brother? She, yeah. She's, <laughs> is he lying? <laughs> oh, that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. <laughs> we start pulling the thread. Get the times on the phone. Um, yeah, but she sucks, and I want to watch the guy from the league beat the shit out of her in the drug parking lot. Bare knuckle celebrity. Bare knuckle now. Dude, I really was born to be a carny. <laughs> I guess. We're going to get ring girls. It's going to be great. Are we doing it right on the pavement, or are we going to put a canvas down? Yeah, we're going to do like backyard wrestling style. Like, we'll get some old shitty bungee cords and make a square. <laughs> you know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. Rock'em, sock'em, robot style. Yeah. All right, so yeah. we've got, what, uh, a little less than three weeks to get a hold of these people? What are they doing? <laughs> Probably nothing. Yeah, she knows she wants the attention. Waiting for this, waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God, that's such a good idea. Because like anybody, just go watch. It's a great documentary. It's it's great. They did this, this animation that was pretty fucking cool. Like it, it's a really fascinating just story of how crazy this little bitch is. Right. Sort of like the Grizzly Man. How it kind of just becomes. It's not about bears anymore. It's about how weird this guy is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, this thing has nothing to do with an I eleven. It has to do with this little fat woman and how strange she is. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, you'll see her, and you'll learn to hate her, and you'll want to see her get hit in the face, right? As I do, I think there's a market for that. Yeah, it sounds like it. Hell I mean, yeah! I mean, there's just people. There's just punchable people out there. There really are. I mean, we know some. Yeah, <laughs> I, we might be a couple of them. <laughs> we might be. <laughs> I'm sure that there's certain people that would listen to this show that'd be like, "Those guys need to get their asses kicked." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember. Remember that dude I was telling you about when we went and played that gig in in Pennsylvania, and there was yeah. that that big that big black dude who came yeah, in and was talking to us, and he yeah. was telling us all about being a fucking drug dealer, and the DEA raided his house. Yep. And I looked it up, and it turned out he was one hundred percent telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a mugshot of that guy, and everything he said was one hundred percent the truth. Right. He is not. He could. This fucking little Spanish girl could learn some lessons in honesty from my book from that guy. <laughs> This is how you tell the truth, bitch. But he was like looking at me, 
And I had my hair all slicked back. I was in like rock and roll mode. And he's like, I don't trust this motherfucker. That's the first thing he said. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> and then he's like, nah, man, I don't know. And he was like kind of kidding, but like kind of like fucking with me. And then he was talking about, was it weird science or was it that? What, what, when Josh Brolin played the older brother in a movie, in like an 80s movie, what movie was that? Was it the Goonies? Yes, it was the Goonies. He's talking about the Goonies. He's like, you know who was in that? You know who was in that? You probably don't remember. And I knew what he was saying. I was like, because everyone goes, oh, Corey Feldman. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, Josh Brolin. He's like, that's right. That's right. You know who Josh Brolin's father was? And there was like a silence. And I was like, James Brolin? <laughs> He's like, my man. And like, gave me a big hug. And like, that's what won my trust with this guy who was thinking about killing me 30 seconds before. All right. I was like, now we're besties. Dude, he loved me after that. I was like, what a fucking weird guy. This guy needs a documentary. Yeah, right? It sounds like he does. Yeah. So, uh, I should fucking look up that. It's been a couple say, of years, dude. I should see where he's at. Yeah. Well, probably in the state penitentiary, but. Probably, yeah. <laughs> a lot of guns and cocaine. Yeah. That'll usually get you there. Yeah. But um, maybe he's not, and maybe he wants to do a show. Yeah. Maybe he's mad at us for stealing his toilet wine recipe last week. <laughs> this is possible, too. Yeah. Motherfucker. This is where it comes back to some people might want to kick our asses. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, you had texted me. What the fuck? It was some card window, something with a card in a window. A card in a window? Yeah, you can't, unless that was a fake, that was a wrong text. Card to the window. Card to the window? That's the last thing you texted me, was card to the window. Widow. Oh, widow. God damn it. Wid- oh, it does say widow. I already, told, I already told that story. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I was like, what could that possibly mean? I go, window? window. Oh, widow. Yeah. Damn it, of... it does say widow. <laughs> There's just misspellings surrounding this story. I spelled it right, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I oh, okay. misread it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think we've all forgotten to read. We're going to have to go back to school once they open again. Yeah, no, I just thought that the uh, cash money will thing was fucking hilarious. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like a cartoon, you see diamonds in your eye. Yeah, um, yeah. I, um, I think as soon, yeah, if they like open up schools again, I'm gonna show up on the first day. Yeah, like, what are you doing here? And be like, dude, I got dumb as shit over the last six months. <laughs> I'd like to start back over around eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, man, because everything after that's kind of a blur. And this last six months has just been like learning fucking Biggie Small songs and and just hanging out essentially. I've not really kept my brain nimble. Yeah, I do have a great idea for a celebrity boxing match, though. You sure do. Yeah, <laughs> so, kind of celebrity. They're fucking more famous than, uh, than a lot of other people you could get. Who else could you get? OJ. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know, man. OJ fights dirty. He does. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely have to be bare knuckle because you never know what's going to be inside those gloves. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> It'd be... Uh... From probably his hands, which normally aren't in the gloves, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, the, the boxing and, glove and, doesn't fit. And then fit. maybe some other things. Yeah. <laughs> like, the guy's swollen eyes. Like, cut me, juice. <laughs> like, no, juice, the eye. The eye. Up. up. <laughs> juice is like, I up. got this. Bring it up. Bring I got up. this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we get OJ to fight some other guy. I was reading all about the Buffalo Mafia and... uh Magadino and that whole situation. Uh-huh. 
And like that, I don't know, dude, dude, they had a, that motherfucker ran this whole fucking area, like, up to Albany. Yeah. Like, he ran everything. Oh, yeah. And you know he's got some, like, Adidas tracksuit-wearing great-grandson running around somewhere. Get him in there to fight OJ. Yeah, maybe. Local celebrities. Um, when, uh, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, I remember my dad telling me a story about how, um, Magadino's, like, son or grandson or something was kind of a goofy kid or whatever and uh he um some dudes wanted to kick his ass so my dad kicked their ass and then he got a phone call saying hey uh why don't you come work for us (laughs) which he now he turned down (laughs) which is probably a bright move but the hell was that oh man dude they these guys are on the money is it down i can't even tell Oh, dude, this is creeping me out. We're talking about the mob. Oh, it's Eddie. What's up, buddy? Eddie. Eddie's here. Oh, I forgot. It's Wednesday. <laughs> we're like, who the fuck's knocking on the door I now? I was going to call you. Well, it's another time we were talking about, like, convicted killers, and then someone knocks on the door. I know. Like, <laughs> Seems like every time we bring that up, someone knocks on my door, <laughs> which has kind of weirded me out a little. Yeah. I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, my um, my dad kicked their asses too. Just so everybody knows, yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear. I'm like, shit, they're after me. <laughs> that was really fast. <laughs> um, so what do we do? I take another short break. I guess, yeah, yeah, sure. All right. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. She's a social butterfly. She's like, I'm not staying home anymore. <laughs> There's Eddie's uh, maybe third appearance. One time we he was actually on mic. I think yep. a few times he's just kind of walked in in the background. Yeah, and I know. You've heard him. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're neighbors right across the street from each other, so yeah, he stops by once in a while. I stop by there once in a while, and um, you know, other than that. You know, I mean, I, we walked to the store the other day together. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you do get sort of a sitcom vibe over here of like just like the random like neighborhood folks just popping in, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, that's nice. I got to get one of those applause buttons. Yeah, they run <laughs> when, in, like, when they make the uh, their appearance on the show. Yeah. <sighs> <Yay>. <laughs> Yay, it's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to download whatever the fucking NBA is using. Yeah, there we go. Someone makes a point shot or something. I'll have to record that on, uh, on the t- off the TV, and then when they come in, I'll just hit the button. And they'll be like, what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is like when Kramer stole the Merv Griffin show set and right. set it up in his apartment. It's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, they walk in, and we're just like, tell us about your new project. Yeah. I hear you and Scarlett Johansson are getting cozy on the set, huh? Uh-huh. What the fuck is happening? These guys have lost their minds during this. Who's whole he thing. talking to? Yeah, these guys have lost their minds. During He's this talking to the COVID audience. Trip. What audience? <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, we're gonna have a guest. Well, we, I mean, we got a few guys we we're talking to about having on uh, our buddy uh, Joe McGee. I know listens. Yeah, we're gonna have him on. Yep. he's a fucking blast. Yeah, for we had sure. A blast hanging out at Fleckfest with him. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a good guest. Yeah, um, he loves the show. So yeah, I'm excited to get him on here. That's gonna be a good time. And then uh, we're gonna have another special appearance from Mr. Randy Benyon. Yeah, because there's some big story that you and him were up into some fucking crazy shit together. Yeah, there's a lot of those stories, and like whenever we get a nice buzz going together for whatever reason, they start coming out again, and then I'm like, wait. 
Yeah. I'm like, wait for the show. Just I'm like, when are you ready to do another one? He's like, I'll do it whenever. Write down those little segments. Oh, I told you. All right, so we had Eddie on, and we finally got Eddie after years, and you and you ployed him over with red wine and steak and crab legs. I sure did. And then uh, we've had Benyon like a few times. Yeah, he's done three or four now. And then we At saw three. We saw Benyon at the jug one day. And Lee was like, oh, we did the podcast last night with Eddie. It was great. We had steak and crab legs and all this shit. And Benny's like, steak and crab legs? <laughs> hey, fucking, I've done that show like three times. I ain't got no fucking steak and crab legs. What yeah, the fuck is I felt bad. I felt, <laughs> next time we have them on, I'll, uh, I'll make sauce or something. And, uh, ham and cheese we'll hot do. pockets. Ham and cheese hot pockets. Here and you go, we'll Randy. make sure the inside isn't frozen for you. We'll do um no we'll do one with him and I'll make like a really good nice big yeah. dinner. Oh um, uh, the sauce yeah dude and see now I'm going back to like we used to do that when you lived with Pete and we would do the football games over there. Oh yeah, that was the origin of Friendly Foes really because yeah. I had my little two pedal loop station and we would do Pete's beats Pete's beats over the microphone and it was all vocals. Yep. And like you'd make a sauce and the fucking game would be on everybody's partying. <laughs> Damn those are fucking good times. Those were fucking great times man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun, and that was that was like the beginning of it all. Yeah, where we started looping, and then that kind <laughs> of you know I kept going with it, and it progressed into what became Friendly Foes. That was like eight years ago now. Yeah, sometimes these things take a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're uh, we're there now. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to have them. Fucking, I I got I might have them on like my hard drive or something. But like, Pete's beats. Yeah, I bet he still got them. I probably do, or he's got them. Like, there's got to be somewhere a CD of them. Someone's got them for sure. Because there was some fucking great little ditties in there. Yeah, because we would just pass the microphone around. Yep. Pete would start a beat with his beatboxing, and then I would do like a bass line. Yep. And just boom, 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 boom. It was all stolen from Reggie Watts. Reggie, I saw Reggie Watts on Conan, and it fucking blew my mind. It was awesome, right? And then uh, Steve would do some crazy fucking, <laughs> some crazy fucking Steve vocals, and we would just fucking let that shit play for hours. It'd be a ten second loop of just a beat with a little melody to it, and we would just fucking dance around for hours listening to that shit. And I'd come down and be like, "Dinner's almost ready, guys." <laughs> yeah, you and him were a little domestic partnership there. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Um, Fucking hammered already. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dinner's going to be extra good tonight because we're all drunk. <laughs> yeah. I never knew who was even playing the games. I didn't really care. <laughs> I was just like, had no, I, no, in, no idea that there was even a game on. Are the Bills winning? That game ended two hours ago. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they lost. They lost, didn't they? Yeah. Because um, that was when they really stunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, imagine that now. If they were doing good. Yeah. I don't think we would have gotten Pete's Beats done because people would actually want to watch the game. Right. You know what um, Sal always brings up is uh, <clears throat> years before that, when I used to have everyone over at my old house on Oak Street, um, he's like, dude, the Stromboli. You got to make the Stromboli. Because I think I've talked about it before. I learned how to make Stromboli from uh, this old Italian woman. And... uh it really is the shit. It's so fucking good. Like, yeah. I sat down with her for, like, two hours this one day while she fucking padded the whole thing out and fucking... You know, I used to have some, uh... I used to have a little bit of, uh... I don't know, extra time when I was going around do, making my rounds, uh, doing the, uh, currency exchange thing. You know, because I had to go to, like, a million different places, and I'd sometimes I'd have to wait. Sometimes everyone was right on time, so then I would have extra time to, like, kill. Yeah. 
And it was one of those days. And I just sat at her house. She was cooking because all the boys were coming over that night. But she was making like a million different foods. And I learned how to make like almost like for an Irish guy, I can cook really good Italian food. Yeah. And she's the entire reason why. Like I didn't just come up with all this shit on my own. Like, I mean, I've branched off with it because... Once you get to learn a certain number of things, you're like, oh, now I know what should go with what. And, you right, know. right. But um, that one is uh, a fixture, and I um, and uh, she taught me a lot. So uh, props to you. Uh, I won't say her name, <laughs> even though I do know it. <laughs> um, and, uh, Damn, we're making some dangerous enemies on this one. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'll make the uh, Stromboli sometime soon. And... Uh, for one of the shows yeah. yeah and then it'll be like one of those shows where like we come back for the second half just like in a coma yeah we'll come back and kind of like today i'm very tired today yeah yeah it'll be but, a little bit like today yeah fucking big fat strong bully. yeah dude winter time <laughs> fucking big comfort food yeah you know yep. you just get fat as fuck yeah because i've been trying to keep my beach body together <laughs> and as soon as it gets cold you don't have to do that anymore nope i can let myself go right me too. <laughs> Dude, fucking, I'm listening to this Courtney Love interview on Stern the other, earlier. And she claims that she's on the back of the Oaxamaxoa record, The Grateful Dead. Her what? dad was like like a sort of manager for them for like, Dude, The Grateful Dead, if you read any book about them, it was a fucking clusterfuck the whole time. Yeah. Like, how did they become so successful? And you just read it, and they're like, yeah, dude, like, they were all fucking all over the place. There's, like, seven guys in a band. Yeah. They're all on different drugs. They have new managers every week. It just was this conglomerate. It was just this fucking comet. Yeah. That was just going. And it's like, how did they even get anything done? Under When you read these books, I get anxious. You know, and as a dude who, like, puts shows on and is in bands, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, God damn it, get it together. Mm-hmm. And they did to become one of the most successful live acts of all time. Yeah. Um, but apparently Courtney Love's biological father was, like, somehow involved for a minute. And okay. then I was reading the comments, and someone's like, nah, she's fucking lying. It's Billy's daughter who's on the back of the album. So, I don't know. But that is a little piece of uh, rock and roll. Billy Graham? Fact. No, Billy, uh, Billy Kreitzman. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Right. I don't know. Maybe. She said she was. But she's been known to say some things. Yeah, she has. <laughs> yeah. Is that a new interview? No, no. It was from a long time ago. Oh. What? Why you... yesterday? No, it wasn't. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. I was just on YouTube looking at shit. I was watching like old Nirvana videos. And Did she do up. an interview yesterday? I don't know. Did she finally uh-huh. lay this out? Who is that little girl? I need to know. <laughs> but dude, and we watched because Woodstock, the anniversary of Woodstock was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So I watched the DVD, which I used to watch like every day. And I would usually just skip to like the good musical parts. Yeah. Santana and Richie Havens was great and fucking... Uh, Harlow Guthrie was great, and obviously Hendrix. Like, um, but uh, we watched like the whole thing, like all the interludes and stuff, and right. like what a clusterfuck that was as well. Oh yeah, nothing went according to plan. No, at all. Jimi Hendrix played on Monday morning because yeah, they got pushed yeah. back so far because of the rain, and it just became a free show because people yep. just walked in, right? And they fucking destroyed this town. And like, there were some people who were cool about it, and they were like, ah, you know, you got to feed the kids. These kids got to eat. Yeah. And then there was a guy who's like, this is a goddamn disgrace. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I would probably be that guy. 
Because, like, I don't know. Like, when art park shows get too crowded, I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> I live right there. It's annoying. You're an old man, Thurman. You're an old man. <laughs> fucking, yeah, it's just annoying. But it's like, it was. it's the most legendary show of all time. And if you look at it as, like, from a promoter standpoint or something or an organizer or producer... You're just like, God, every plan went out the fucking window. The dead were getting electrocuted the whole time. Yeah. They were terrible. It was funny. There's a letterman with fuck. I'm spending a lot of time on YouTube. There's a letterman with fucking Jerry where he's like, yeah, we always blow the big ones. <laughs> like Woodstock. And Letterman's like, are you saying? Because that's not a showbiz thing to do, to go on Letterman and say, yeah, we really fucked up that huge gig. Yeah. Letterman's like, are you saying you were bad at Woodstock? And Jerry goes, oh, we were terrible at Woodstock. <laughs> like, because they were getting electrocuted and the stage was sinking and everybody yeah. was on acid. Even, like, everybody, even the guys running the show, everybody's tripping balls. And I'm like, there was probably a festival that same year that went off without a hitch and made millions of dollars. And we don't never heard of it. Right. And those guys are like, what the fuck? We did our jobs. We did everything right. Yeah. We fucking nailed it. Right. We made a bunch of money. Everything everything went according to schedule. Nobody got electrocuted. Nobody died. <laughs> Every ticket was sold. Everything was perfect, and we've never heard of this festival. But Woodstock, this fucking clusterfuck up on a farm somewhere, is, like, legendary. The like worst they, is always the best. Yeah. It would be cool to go there. I was Google Earth in the site and shit. Like, it's, you know, where the stage was and everything. It would be fucking cool to go there and, like, just kind of check it out. Because that was a big part of, like, I would, you know, my early uh, days of... Uh, Whereabouts is it? It's uh, it's downstate, a little bit, um, kind of like a little north of the city, north northwest of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but <laughs> fucking, it's not. It's like Woodstock's a town, but they call. It, but it was actually in like a different named place. I forgot. Yeah. But it was on a dude's farm, like a fucking dairy farm. Right. And it just, like, took over. Like, it went nuts. And, like, people were just like, is this life now? Like, did we just start a new society here? Yeah, I know. And even after, like, three days of peace, love, they were like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. I, I can't. I can't. I can't do this anymore. But there was, like, I think there were, I read there were, like, two deaths. One was from, like, some insulin situation. And one was, like, a kid got ran over by a tractor who was, like, sleeping in a field off somewhere else, I think. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But there were also two births. So they kind of broke even. Well, they did break even. Yeah. <laughs> At least they, you know, <laughs> take a penny, leave a penny. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. But that was a huge inspiration. Like, watching, like, the beginning of it when they're building the stage. And, like, I remember riding the school bus and, like, looking out at, like, when you go through Ransomville to, like, pick kids up. I'd be looking out at farmland. I'm like, we're going to fucking have a festival out here. We're going to build a fucking stage and the lights yeah. and all this shit. Like, that was a big inspiration for, you know, wide-eyed little motherfuckers who wanted to have shows. Yep. Well, 150. <laughs> 150 is where we're capped at. But that's fine for me. That's enough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Yeah. I mean, if we get back to normal regulations uh, as far as like people being able to come to the bar, and I don't people think not being forced to come eat. on anymore. It's not going to, when it's exclusive, the reason why people buy the fucking Jordans is because they're hard to get. Man, the reason why people want to go in the club is because it's hard to get in there. I don't know. I think we would have hit like fucking. 225 250 if uh, if it was normal time. Yeah. I think you know. I think it's making people hungrier to want to go out. Yeah. If you could I'm going to have to build another bar back there. If you could just have it, you don't want it's fine. You know, we're going to have to have two bars. Then yeah. Then <laughs> nobody can approach. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
two unapproachable burners. I'm saying we gotta go fucking get some of them carts from the from the no, they for have next the, summer when hopefully things are yeah. fucking normal again. When uh when they gotta get the the carts from the airplane. And then yeah. have the girls walk around and say, Can I get you anything? And then you want yeah, I'm not gonna see you again for another four hours for some reason, even though we're all in the same tube. Yeah. You guys just disappear. Can I get a quadruple Jack and Coke, please, just to tide me over? We should just walk around with those, and then those things will be cash only. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because uh, it'd be too hard to carry the fucking goddamn fucking thing around. My iPad with the square. Yeah, plus our hands would be all fucking all wet from grabbing yeah. the beers out of the ice and everything. Yeah, from that. So, all right. Well, that's a nice. So if anybody has a, knows of a uh, defunct airline, it's <laughs> <laughs> getting rid of some stock. <laughs> Let us know. We need some of them little bottles, and we need a couple of them carts, and we need some of them outfits. I'm sure that we can find them. I just, um, I actually just bought two freezers, two chest freezers. Yeah. Uh, that I'm getting uh, this weekend. I'm excited about one for the jug and one for me. Nice. Yeah. Got myself a nice little four footer. Nice. Yeah. Dude, our freezer's packed full of shit downstairs. Yeah. I don't even know what's in there. I haven't looked in there in a while. Well, I just put that new plug in out on the porch, so I'm just gonna put it out on the porch. Nice. And uh, I'm just gonna put like a little tarp over it. So me and Pete will have somewhere to keep our popsicles when we play out there in the summer? Yeah. Out on the porch? Yep. That sounds pretty dope. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of excited about it, so. got to have hope. Yeah. And it'll be two extra seats out there. You can sit on the freezer? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> um. Yeah. Somewhere you can put your speaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Captain's uh, Jug of Thoughts, thank you for listening. We'll We'll keep pumping these out as long as you're taking them. Yep. Um, come on out for dinner. Uh, what do you mean? It's disgusting. Keep pumping it out as long as you're taking it. Yeah. She just like the rest of the girls loves it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? Pump? <laughs> Pump the word? Should have chosen a different word. We'll keep plowing it in you. Yeah. Until you say stop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so come out Saturday for some dinner. Maybe some incidental music. Hopefully we won't be getting electrocuted the whole time. Um, but yeah, Taco Tuesdays, Fish Taco Fry Fridays. Tuesdays. We're doing steaks every Saturday now. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, awesome steaks. Yeah, steak the steaks Saturday. are fucking fantastic. So What's come down. You need something Wednesday. 20 right? bucks. You get a steak with two sides. Wheaties Wednesday. You can't Wednesday. go wrong. Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah, there's, down there's, for a bowl there's takeout every night, so. Yeah. All right. Captain's Drug of Thoughts. Come on down to the drug. Spends money. Yeah, we'll see you next time. This is the Captain's Drug of Thoughts podcast. <laughs>